With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Apple shares were just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're Welcome to the Trillionaire Mindset. I'm Ben Kahn. I'm your co-captain. This is my co-captain, <laughs> Emil DeRosa, because yeah. we're equitable. Yeah, we rehearsed and... that. Ben tried to call himself the captain, and I said... Come no, on. you're the, we're co-captains. Right. Yeah. Um, we have no first mate. We have... Well, we do have a crew. Yeah, we got a crew. Yeah. There's a poop deck. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we get started, Emil, I actually, if you don't mind... I have some prepared remarks for the audience. I do to... mind, but go ahead. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have some prepared remarks for everyone because you might be confused. You might be wondering, who the hell are we? What is this? What is this? It's a podcast. It's a show. It's about money, which hopefully everybody has a little bit of. You've got some, right? Very low. Okay. I was going to ask you for 20 bucks, but now I'm not. Like I said, I prepared some remarks. Um to give everyone a background as to what this is, what it's going to be, and why we're doing it, because you're probably scared. You're probably wondering, who the F are these guys? Why I'm are scared. they doing this? I'm a little scared, too. So I'm going to read to you right now these remarks I've prepared. The last two years, there's been a major cultural shift toward the stock market. Crypto, the pandemic, GameStop. It's insane. Suddenly, everyone's an expert, and everyone wants to make money. And listen, I'm not here to piss on your rainbow, okay? But stocks are very hard. They're tricky things. This stuff is difficult. The experts even get it wrong sometimes. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't learn about it. Before all this shit happened and everybody was trading stocks and downloading Robinhood, I was the only one that I knew who gave a rat's ass about this stuff. It was lonely. It was very lonely. I tried talking to you about it one time. And I said, you shut just, up. He said, shut up, dork. You're boring me. Yeah. And now everyone's into it, and that's great. Uh, but everyone I talk to about stocks just wants to make money fast. They're like, give me the next, so what's a hot stock tip? What do I What do? I do? Uh, what's the next GameStop? I have no effing idea. I don't know. I, I'm not, if I knew, I, I, I think I would tell people if I knew, but. You tell me. I would tell you, yeah, because I want you to make a lot of money. But, so. This show, just so everyone knows, it's not about helping you get rich quick. Fuck. <laughs> We're not giving out weekly stock tips. Uh, and that's kind of the irony in the name of the show, because I'm really sorry to break this to you, but you're not going to be a trillionaire. You're not going to be a billionaire. No. Um, <laughs> you're never going to be. Uh, but this show is going to cover a little bit of everything. We're going to cover, you know trading stuff there's going to be technical things how to read a chart little bit by bit stocks that are hot this week what i'm watching what everybody else is watching what's you know 
shitting the bed and what's going to we're high gonna heaven. We're going to get political. We're going to talk about Wall Street regulation. We're, we're going to talk, talk about big tech regulation. Yeah. It's be great. Politics here and there. Why things are the way they are, the way yeah. this, the, the whole thing is structured. Because I only know so much. You only know so much. You're more politically oriented. I'm more into the yeah. trading. And you're going to make me a little money. I'm going to make you a little bit of money. Okay. God help me. I swear to God, I'm going to make you money. Good. Emil, I swear to God, I'm not going to pick up the phone yet. But let's listen. Okay. This is one thing I really want to make clear. Please do not just dive in with hopes of becoming a day trader because trading is extremely hard. It takes dedication. It takes trial and error. And it you're going to lose a lot of money. You're going to lose however much you put in. Yeah, so do it. <laughs> we don't care. We really don't care. And I guess this is a good time as any to say that we're not professionals in the least. None of this is going to be... No, it is. It's financial advice. You can take it to the bank. No, it's not. Don't. And you can sue us if you want. <laughs> if things go bad, sue us. That's not true. None of this is... This is all for entertainment purposes only. But look... I'm not saying that you can't become a trader. You can. It's just please have a realistic expectation of what all of this entails. It's going to you're going to be so stressed out and you're you're going to lose money. So just be prepared for that. God, you're so boring. We're going to the moon, everyone. <laughs> okay, so I I just want to let people, you know, yeah. Cuz I wish someone had told me that. Right. When I first started, I was like, oh, man, I'm a genius. I'm 19 years old, and I, I'm not 19 now, but that's how old I was when I started. Uh, but Because, look, if, if you treat the market like a casino, it's going to treat you like a gambler. And the house... You're going to get free drinks. <laughs> You're going to get to talk to a pretty dealer. That's true. And there's going to be old people smoking around you. Yeah, that's exactly so what trading Maybe you like. treat it like a casino. Maybe treat it like a casino. Yeah, they're going to be pumping in oxygen into your room. No clocks on the wall. No clocks. No Time windows. doesn't exist. Time You're doesn't trading, exist. baby. But so the other part of the reason we wanted to do this show is because this stuff is really important. And we feel like there's kind of a, there's a missing, there's a missing element in the popular culture. We need a show like this because everything else is. We didn't want to do this. No, you we guys didn't need it. Yeah, you. It, it was you foisted upon hands. us, and now we're stuck. Now we're stuck here doing this. We're contractually obligated to be here. No, we're not. But look, it's the stock market is everything. Right. It's it affects parts of your life you didn't even know it affected. Um, what happens in the markets reverberates everywhere. Positively, negatively, and as you get older, you can't just keep ignoring it. You should pay attention. You should know what's going on. Just like you should kind of have a general sense of what's going on in the political world, so too should you understand what's going on in the stock market. Because, yeah, you got Congress making decisions based on... They can make... Like, Nancy Pelosi makes so much effing money just from, like, insider knowledge, and she's able to do that. Because there's no laws against her doing insider trading. That's okay, a topic for pissed. another day. I didn't even know about this. I'm pissed off now. Yeah, well, there's a lot more to be pissed out, pissed off about there, buddy, because we're just scratching the surface. I digress. The stock market is for everyone. Everyone should learn the basics of how it works, how to participate even in the smallest amount, because it's interesting. It's fun. It's raw human emotion. It's greed. It's, it's elation. Ben, ben, it's for you. Ben. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry. 
That's it, you man. Did? That's emblematic of the whole thing. Wow. That's how it is. I think that was the trillionaire Daily. mindset coming There's out. Tr- that's the trillionaire mindset at work. Bitch. Wow. It grabbed hold of you yeah, for a second. Yeah, it got me. That was the bull. That's the, That was the bull. It and that got was me. the bear. Grabbing. The bear grabbed me and calmed me down because yeah. that's what bears, the, when you're bearish, you got to, it's a time to be cautious. Exactly. Uh, but we'll that's, teach you about the bears and bulls. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry. They're just two animals. But that's... It's it's real, it's real drama. There's stories that wow. that are provocative, and it, it's happening daily. It's always unfolding, and it, it affects everything. There's always something happening, and there's always something to learn. And we're going to learn together. So join us on a journey, where we fill our curious minds with knowledge, uncover the truth, maybe make a little money. Hopefully, make a lot of money. Yeah, and some new friends along the way. Wow. It's the trillionaire mindset. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, too. You know, I didn't want you to do it, but I'm glad you made that little statement. That was very nice. You didn't want me to do it? No. I thought it was going to be cheesy. I liked it. <laughs> that wasn't cheesy? That no, it's great. Really cheesy. I think they're going to enjoy it. I had a hard time reading it, too, because uh, you know, reading is hard. That's true. Reading Famously. is extremely hard. So, as we said, I'm Ben. This is Emil. Emil knows fuck all about anything really right and you're gonna teach me and i'm slowly you're gonna, gonna, you're gonna teach help you. me dip my toes into the stock market yeah emil is uh, the everyman right and i am also the everyman but i've got a little bit more experience in in so stocks I'm, than you i'm do. curious why i should be trusting you with my uh with my money why shouldn't i just be marching my ass down to charles schwab you know empty up my uh underwear drawer give him all my money you keep all your money in an underwear drawer where else am i gonna keep it i don't know in the stock market yeah, you could. I mean, that's. Yeah, well, that's I'm the, trying to. I got to empty out this. That's underwear the point. Drawer. It's scary, right? I'll tell you what. I've already gotten some financial advice from you, Which and I'm what? pissed. Um, I don't know. It was like this was like maybe eight months ago. You told me uh, that every time I'm filling up my car at the gas station, I should be buying a lotto ticket. <laughs> so I started doing it. I haven't. I haven't won anything. You've got a dollar. Just it's it, five dollars. I do a Powerball, I do a Mega Millions, and a Super Lotto. Oh wow, five bucks! Five bucks. That was not my advice. My advice was take one dollar. Which one am I supposed to be buying? I don't know. This is California Super Lotto costs a buck. All right. Well, anyway, what if I? I've probably filled up like twenty-five times. So you owe me. I owe you. I owe you money. Bucks. Okay. Well, so I guess you. you we want to talk about my story and yeah, why I'm I the know authority. Why I'm trusting you. Yeah. Well. Okay. How'd you get into stocks? I got into stocks when I was... This is going to be a whole spiel, folks. Jeez. Got into stocks... You've been doing it for a while? I've been doing it for a while, uh, over 10 years. Over I, 10 years? Okay. I first opened my account when I was 19 years old. I opened an E-Trade account because a guy that I worked with named Tom encouraged me It's always to, a Tom. Tom. I love Tom. I'm still in contact with Tom. He encouraged me to open an account, and I did, <clears> and then he said... Hey, why don't you? Uh, I don't like him for this. Well, I do. I, <laughs> I he. St- I started down a bit of a wrong path because I got greedy, which is what happens to everybody, and what I'm hoping people will avoid. He said, "Hey, you should check out penny stocks." What is a penny stock? A penny stock is garbage. It's just <laughs> it's crap. It's crap that is appealing because it's cheap because it's trading for a penny or a tenth of a penny. So with you know five hundred bucks, you can buy fifty thousand shares and feel like. Right, and if that real. goes up, and it, if it go, and you start having pie in the sky, wow! If this hits a dollar, oh my god, I'm gonna have fifty thousand right. dollars from a five hundred dollar investment. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. 
Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. And every penny stock has a story. They all have some product or revolutionary manufacturing process, you name it, they've got everything. So the very first stock that I bought that I found when I Googled, I literally Googled hot penny stocks. That's how, just how short-sighted and greedy I was. I was just like, all right, yeah, let's get going. Let's just find the, the, the how naive I was is really uh, humbling. And I still am in many ways. But the very first stock so that I- What did you find when you Googled hot penny stocks? It was a, the ticker symbol was SKGO. And it's they, go. they were Skylight, Skybridge Technology Group. Okay. And they were selling a revolutionary new gas additive pill. It was a little pill that you put in your gas tank and it was said to improve your gas mileage by 50%. And I was like, God damn, that sounds revolutionary. I'm getting in on the ground floor of this company. It's trading at a tenth of a penny. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I scrambled and emptied my entire account into it, which is like 1800 bucks. And I remember- you emptied it out on Yeah, this? I put it all into this damn thing. And I thought- You were so confident. Because there were so many other people online who were pumping up the stock like, oh man, I can't wait to buy, you know. But didn't it sound a little too good to be true? You just absolutely put a little pill in did. your- And that's the voice that you've got to listen to. The little voice that says, okay, if this is, if this is really, there's no way that I'm just now finding like the next big thing. If it was the next big thing, it would already be- priced out of my range right you wouldn't bought out know about it i wouldn't yeah you wouldn't know about it exactly but to 19 year old dipshit little me we we actually it was called shot in the gas they had commercials they had a commercial and this shot in the gas go ahead this is the commercial gas prices are on the rise you're seeing it on tv every day shot in the gas (laughs) increase your mileage clean up the exhaust coming out of the exhaust pipe and more power at the gas pedal I notice I get improved performance, better gas mileage, saves me money. Thanks to shot in the gas, I no longer have to use premium fuel in my Jaguar any longer. We're giving away one million oh, man, samples. That, that All you have to do is go to the website screwed. at the bottom of the screen and place your order. We ask you to participate in the shipping and handling, but the product is free. I got that. I, what? I, the product's free? Yeah, the product's free. I paid $7 or something. You got for it? Shipping and handling. Yeah, I should have kept it as a souvenir. It was just, it looked like an action figure. Did it help your Volvo? Fuck no, it didn't do anything. It was probably just, I don't know, it was probably just a Tums that they stamped with their little thing on it. (laughs) (laughs) There was another one with the CEO, he's this big southern guy and he's in his truck, he's like, my truck used to get 15 miles a gallon, thanks to shouting the gas, I'm getting 30 miles to the gallon, that's an improvement of 100%, (laughs) and I just thought, damn. Wow, why isn't this thing more popular? Honestly. You think that you're smart until you mess around with penny stocks, and it's truly humbling to see just how stupid and gullible you are. I don't know. I've never done it, so well, count me in. just avoid penny stocks. Avoid anything that... This is like the first primary lesson. It's It's too late to get rich off of like GameStop or AMC... Or maybe not. I mean, I don't know. They could double again. I have no effing idea. But the big money has already been made. 
Same thing with like Bitcoin. And if you're looking for a get rich quick thing, you are thinking about it all wrong, especially if you're young. You're gonna, you've, if you're 20, you got 40 effing years till you're 60. So you, you have so much time that it's better to like get rich slowly than to do it, try to do it fast because that's a guarantee. That. You keep saying that. I lost so much. Okay, so you lost fucking the eighteen hundred. Yeah, well, I didn't lose it. I, I slow. I held on to that thing. Yeah, you got a hold on shot in the gas. Yeah, that, you know it's going to take up at I, some point. <laughs> I held it down to like, I think. So I bought it at like point zero zero one eight or something. I held it down to like point zero 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 five. Oh, it dropped. Oh, it goes even. It drops down to like a thousandth of a penny, and I was just like, "What's going on?" And all where are all these people who were pumping up the stock, saying that they can't wait to buy five hundred thousand shares? They were all long gone, because that's just how it works. It's just a hustle for everybody in the yeah. penny stock game, and the guys who uh, you know made that commercial, they're long fucking gone. So anyway, that that was the first one. And then I was working jobs and jobs I didn't really care about in post-production here in Hollywood and funding my account with every last dollar I could just because I was like, all right, I was bit and I had to, okay, I learned my lesson on that one. I'm not right. going to get burned by another penny stock. So you're moving away from penny stocks. Moving away from penny stocks, but surprise i did not fully move away from penny <laughs> wow they've pulled and, you back in yeah and okay bit of a bit of a sad tragedy 2011 my dad dropped dead <laughs> oh my god ben <laughs> sorry it's just funny to phrase like that 2011 dad drops dead and of my what of a heart attack okay which is pertinent information okay um dies of a heart attack uh i wasn't there i just got the phone call and i was like damn really that's what you said when you're dead no i didn't say okay. damn really i said like Okay. I didn't know yet, actually. I didn't know until I got to the hospital. My brother was just like, you got to come to the hospital. And then I, uh, yeah, then he told me. But anyway, each, my brothers and I each had $15,000 in accounts, each in our name that my dad had set up. And once he died, they were left in our control. Oh, now you got a little chunk of change. Now we got a little chunk of change. And I told my brothers. You're thinking, I want the market to treat me like a casino. Yeah. I'm feeling like gambling, baby. Give me those free drinks. Right. I want to smoke a cigarette indoors. You got an inheritance burning a hole yeah. in your pocket. Oh, man. I couldn't get rid of that money quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I convinced my 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 poor brothers to give me control of the money. I said, you guys, I'm doing this trading thing. And at the time, I'd been doing it for, I don't know, a year or two. And I felt good. I felt How did confident. you convince them? You were like, look, I learned my lesson from shot in the gas. They, they didn't know about any of that. They just knew that I was messing around with stocks. I had a couple small winners, but okay. I always felt like, and this is what I told them, I need more money to make money, which is true generally. You need to be able to absorb That's losses. what I'm constantly telling people. I'm saying I need more money to take to win more money. Yeah. Oh, you mean to buy lottery tickets? Yeah. yeah. Ben's got me on this thing. I'm filling my gas four times a week. <laughs> just, just to buy... Just to buy a lot of I don't even need gas. My thing never gets below three quarters. That's actually very responsible. Yeah. In case of like a natural disaster. All my money on a lot of tickets. Yeah. Not a good investment. But anyway, my brothers give me their money because to them it's like, well, yeah, it's money I didn't have before. So what's the big difference? Sure. Why not? The smart thing would have been to put it in index funds or put it in Apple or put it in Amazon or Google or any number of companies that at the time were valued at a 20th of what they are today. Oh, if you put it in Amazon back then? I know. <laughs> I know. 
But you know what I did? I kept on. I was like, ah, I got to find the thing. I got to get rich. I wanted my brother You're to like, be my proud dad of dad is dead. I'm the man of the house. I'm now the man, even though I'm the middle child. Yeah. Well, I you have a responsibility to, right. to my brothers to make them a lot of money. And I know that they're going to want it now. So what did I do? I find this one stock whose symbol was OPMG, Options Media Group. And they had this product called Phone Guard. And I thought that it was a sure thing because they got no, 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 what's the phrase? No other, none other than Justin Bieber to endorse the product. Oh, what year was this? This is like 20, I think it was the end of 2011, 2012. Okay. And then, yeah, they had Justin Bieber. I thought, man, Justin Bieber's like the hottest celebrity of, of all time right now. That plus a stock, that just makes sense. And it was trading at like five. What does PhoneGuard do? PhoneGuard is a is an anti texting and driving app. Oh, that's and, a good idea. Yeah, and some family, their daughter. That's better than shot in the gas. It's way better than shot in the gas. That's him. That's Justin Bieber with the family of the uh, young woman who tragically died oh, from okay. a texting and driving accident. A little dark. And I remember I was so thrilled when that when this like press packet came out. I was like, oh, it's real. It's actually real. It's not just a penny stock scam. It was a penny stock scam. It was 100%. Bieber's in on penny stock scams? He didn't see. The thing is, he didn't know. Celebrities he thought being, he was helping a poor family that lost. I mean, I don't know what Bieber was thinking. It was probably just because I think they paid him, I don't know, probably 250 grand, if not a million dollars, something like that. But <laughs> poor oblivious Bieber. The CEO of this company would go on to get, I think, arrested for drunk driving. Oh. And he was just dumping. It was all. Bieber had no idea what he was getting into. Nobody ever does. Celebrities right. getting into penny stocks is nothing new. Okay, so from Shaq the sounds had one. of this, you didn't, uh, phone guard did not take off the way you expected it. Uh, no, it did not take off. It actually and went you were like, the opposite Baby, direction. baby, baby, no. But I, I, remember, I remember I didn't have all the money in it, but as it kept dropping and I kept thinking it's such a sure thing, well, I should keep buying more. But then the, you the kept rational- You buying more? Yeah, the rational part of my brain was like, Hey, buddy, uh, if this thing's uh, going to be working, shouldn't it be going up instead of down? <laughs> and if it's that much of a sure thing, why isn't it caught on? <laughs> why isn't like anybody talking about it? Why isn't the app? Because the app itself was like a drain on the battery because it constantly had a ping, a satellite. <laughs> anyway, I this was over the course of like a year I stayed in this fucking thing. And I and I traded other stocks, but it wasn't working. This thing was the, a suck on my account. And my brothers would occasionally ask what's going on with their money. They're and I was in. mortified. I didn't know what to say to them. I'm like, how do I say, yeah, I lost all your fucking money. Sorry, boys. They're like, hey, Ben, what's going on with daddy's money? Uh, I got to go. <laughs> and that, I kind of did that. I, I made taxes as an excuse one time. But anyway. You made taxes as an excuse? Yeah. Like, I can't. I, one of the things is like down, but I got to hold on. I just, it was just bad vibes. Hey everybody, it's Ben and Emil, dressed in new clothes. How'd what that happened? happen? I don't Why know. Th- ben got sick. I threw got up. nervous. I threw up. I got scared. It's our first ad break and we thought... You know, nobody deserves to be featured here more than us. It makes sense. So we're here to tell you, subscribe to The Trillionaire Mindset on YouTube. On Apple Podcasts. Spotify, on Spotify. And many other podcast platforms. Wherever you get your podcasts, smash that subscribe button. Break the computer, break your phone, smashing it so hard that you can't even believe how hard you smashed it. Please, please. Also, be sure to like, leave a like on this video. Like it. Hit the like button on this video. 
Rate us five stars if you think we deserve it. And if you don't, still rate us five stars. Yeah, please. It's like your mom always said. If you don't have anything nice to say, still rate five stars. Still rate five stars every single time because it's the kind thing to do. We appreciate it. Yeah. The Trillionaire Mindset debuts new episodes every Monday. You know, Mondays suck enough as it is. They really do. We're trying to make them a little better. We're trying to make them a little better. So here's what you should do. Every Monday morning. Call in sick every Monday. Don't go to work. Don't go to work. Your boss doesn't care. Stay home. Watch this. Yeah. Your boss doesn't love you. No, your boss doesn't love you at all. We do. We do. So your boss will never respect you if you just go to work on time every day. Yeah. Honestly, works for suckers. And that's trillionaire mindset. And make sure to comment below. Let us know that you called in sick and you're watching it. Yeah. Okay? That's really important. We'll see. If you watch it on Tuesday, we'll know you're not a real fan. We read every single comment. Yeah. Anyway. Now back to your... who, Who our real trillionaire heads are. We're building an army. We're in. Each one of you gives us $5, and eventually that'll make us trillionaires, actual yeah. trillionaires. Now, so. back to your scheduled programming. Us. us. Okay. But I knew I wanted to make it up to him, so I got a shitty job that I hated that paid me well, but it was all the way in Santa Monica, and I lived it down in Long Beach. I commuted to this thing every day. The office didn't have air conditioning that worked, so I was in there sweating daily, just miserable, <laughs> 10 hours a day, still trading because I knew, like, okay, I can get this. I just need to, like, focus up. I get the account. The The account collectively was at, like, I don't know, 30 grand or something, and it whittles down to, like, 20. And then, again, still not learning my lesson fully. I had graduated to bigger stocks, but... I find this one that's being pumped by this group that, and also just avoid groups that are pumping like Twitter guys who are like, our stock did this last week and this one we had a winner. They're all nincompoops. They're, nincompoops. S- they're nincompoops. Okay. I never use that word. But like there was this guy, he calls himself Zach Morris on Twitter. Zach Morris is the actor, okay, I think. Saved by the yeah, Saved by the Bell. And uh, he actually blocked me for, I called him out. I was like, you're you the, I said, you're the worst pumper I have ever seen ever. And then just blocked. And all his little fanboys were like, oh, did you lose money on one of his picks? You fucking dork. Yeah, I did actually. Did you? What? You yeah. got suckered in. Well, I didn't get suckered in because sometimes pumps ben, work. Ben, I'm getting scared about listening to you. <laughs> you are a sucker, man. <laughs> Listen, there's a difference between drinking the Kool-Aid and seeing every and recognizing that everyone else is drinking it and just knowing when to get in, get in and get out, All which right. is totally possible if you're nimble enough. And that's what I was aiming to do. Didn't work out. I lost a couple thousand bucks. You Nobody. played yourself. You listened to a guy named Zach Morris. I played myself by listening to a guy named Zach Morris. It's exactly right. Yeah. So these guys had had a good track record and I thought that they were reliable, bought into a stock. Into earnings, which is also something you shouldn't do, especially on questionable companies. I'm sitting there in this office, in this job that I hated, that I had already been working at for a year. I had saved all this money. I had put it into my trading account. I was like, I'm going to make my brothers their money back, and then I'm going to give it to them, and then I'm just going to leave that chapter. I'm going to fucking close that chapter. It's going to be done. And the uh, company reports earnings and the stock tanked like 30% Jeez. immediately after hours. And I just was, I think I had lost $12,000 just like that. And I just got up. I walked to the bathroom of this hellish office building 
and I just sat, <laughs> just sat down on the floor in the bathroom. <laughs> I put my head between my legs, and I just sat there for like ten minutes. Jesus. And then I took out my phone, and I opened up the calculator, and I began to do the math on how much time I had essentially just wasted at that job. And it was like eight months. Eight months was just a total wash. And then minus gas and minus taxes and minus like wear and tear on my car from that commute, I was going to have to work at that job for another year just to get back to where I was that afternoon having lost just before losing that money. Oh boy! And I just remember thinking, okay... Fuck me, one. Fuck me, two. Right. And also, don't give up because- Don't give up. Don't give up. I didn't want to give up. I felt like- Quit while you're ahead or 12,000 down. That actually would have been really sage wisdom. Right. And like, hey, focus on a different career. And you know who would have been able to give you that advice? You. Your dad. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's true. He was gone. Yeah, he was dead. He was dead as hell at that point. (laughs) I mean, he was dead as hell from the moment his heart stopped beating. But he could have sent a sign from heaven. Maybe yeah. he was. You know what it was? All these losing stocks. That was a sign from Probably, your father yeah. in heaven. Ben, get out of the market. Yeah. Stop it, dipshit. Well, anyway. I hope there's a rainbow at the there end. There is a rainbow. Gold at it's the end quickly of rainbow. approaching. Because um, I've been telling everyone Ben's the whiz kid of Wall Street. You've been telling people that? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the piss kid of, well, whiz. Whiz. You're the whiz kid. Yeah. I, I what I've so, heard. That's the thing is I didn't let let it get me down because I knew, okay, I'm still learning and I'm learning every single trade is a lesson if you're paying attention. And a couple of years, I start to get better. These are expensive lessons. I'll they are expensive it. lessons. <laughs> then I started learning options and options are a way to leverage a little bit of money into a lot on bigger stocks like Amazon and Google that are a bit more reliable and aren't as susceptible to 30% drops, right? Start learning those. I'm still working. I'm still funding the account. And then in like 2015. Your brothers uh, are still wondering what's going on. My brothers at the, at this point, they thought because I traded Blockbuster stock a couple times. Oh, God. They man. thought <laughs> they thought that I had lost it all in Blockbuster stock. <laughs> and at the time, Blockbuster had diminished into a bankrupt penny stock. And they thought that I was thinking like, Blockbuster's coming back. <laughs> I didn't think that. Anyway, around 2015. Was I, there a scam you did not fall for at this time? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. There were plenty. Okay. There were plenty that I didn't fall for. But so 2015 rolls around and uh, my grandmother passed away on my dad's side. Okay. You said this was going to be, it was going to start getting. Oh. It is. She, she was, it was her time. She was suffering from dementia and she was like in her late 80s. And, um, my dad's third of the inheritance from her got split amongst my two brothers and me. And and you said to your brothers, guys, <laughs> give me one more chance. <laughs> you're like a you're like a criminal at the end of the movie. We're gonna guys, do one last job. One last job. Oh no, I did not. As soon as I got that money, I paid them back with oh, interest. Okay. I just was like, okay, first things first, boys, I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Here's your money back. Here's like an extra five thousand dollars in interest. Please okay, forgive for them. Yeah, it only took you know they could have made more if I had just put it in fucking anything else. <laughs> they gave it to just any financial anything. Advisor. They could have not even that. They could have thrown a dart at a board right. and done better than like I. Like that chimpanzee. Like that famous chimp. Just 
Stocky the Chimp. No, Raven. Is that really the chimp's name? Raven the Chimp. Huh. Wow. I can't tell if you're lying. No. It's actually, that story's kind of, it's kind of bullshit because they did it, for those of you who don't know, there's this like story about a chimp who threw darts at a wall and she, she did better than Wall Street investors, which she still, she still beat, she still beat the Wall Street investors, which is impressive, but it was during the dot-com boom. Oh, yeah. Like late 90s, early 2000s. Sure. And they basically picked a bunch of like internet companies. So it was kind of hard to lose, but she, she did still beat the Wall Street bankers. And the, and the monkey's only six? Yeah. She's getting beat by a six-year-old too? Yeah, just throwing darts. God damn it. Well, anyway, I wasn't trading in the 90s. Right. Or the early 2000s. But so grandma dies and I get this chunk of change. And at this point I had progressed in my trading and I was somewhat consistent and I felt like I was ready to lose more money. To lose more money. Yes. And I get this uh, influx of cash and I just, I started trading. And I think the first year I lost barely anything like three grand or something. The next year I made like 20 grand and then (laughs) <laughs> next wait you made how much the first year like i lost like three or five right or something like that yeah <laughs> and then the next year i think i made like 20 or twenty five thousand. okay but then the next year it was uh a little over a million dollars you made a million dollars a little over a million dollars yeah over a million dollars yeah and the whiz kid and i just thought oh shit finally I'm getting it. And it was a bunch of different things. There was this one grand slam that I hit, but then there were a bunch of, I was just, I was hitting my stride. I was doing a options. A million was, dollars. Yeah. it's a lot of money. Yeah. And um, at the peak, it was, my account ballooned to like $2.1 million. Wow. And it was fucking so stressful. <laughs> So that's all it takes, folks. You need your dad to die. You need to lose a bunch of money. Yeah, you need you dead need relatives. Your, <laughs> you need your grandma. You need a, a a modicum of privilege to. Is it privilege that your grandparents did well enough in their modest teacher earnings to save up over decades? No, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's all right. It's nice, um, and I hope to do that to my you got prodigy one day, like two hundred grand minus, and that was split. Well, so yeah, it was, I think it was like 600 total. Is this tacky to talk about? Whatever. Yeah, who cares? It's the we trillionaire mindset. We're talking have. about, I'm, I'm, I don't give a shit. I mean, Okay, so then you were just rolling You're going to rob me? Rob me. Should we give out your address? Yeah, you want to come? No, no, no. Give out my old home address. The people who live there now can deal with it. Okay, so you made, you then after that you're making. I made all that money and then I'm starting to panic because panic? I know. Yeah, because I know. The tax man is going to be coming. You're panicking about taxes? Yes. You know how much taxes you have to pay on Just shit like pay that? Him. I had to I went from writing a check to the IRS for like whatever I made the the profit on that year before plus my um salary. I paid, you know, $5,000 or something. Okay. And then the very next year, I talked to I had to hire a tax guy, like a a legit trader tax guy, and he goes, um you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pay the IRS about five hundred twenty thousand dollars this year. And I went, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> can you can you say that again, Colin? Yeah, five hundred twenty thousand dollars. You didn't have any this this or this, did you? And I'm like, no. Okay, it's about five hundred twenty thousand dollars. Stop fucking saying that amount of money. 
Oh, and by the way, you owe about 160000 to the state of California. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Jesus. You know, so that was a big thing because I'm terrified. Because, I'm, you know, I hit that peak, but then stuff starts going down. It's not like it stays up there. And I'm like, all right, I got to get prepared to pay all these taxes. I'm going to be a good American citizen and I nice. can't avoid it. I generally, I don't care about that. I care about not going to prison and not incurring all the f- penalties and fees from evading taxes, Wesley Snipes style. Right. For those of you who don't know, Wesley Snipes, star of uh, Blade and White Men Can't Jump, famously avoided taxes and like- Went to jail. Went. I don't think he went to jail. Did he go to jail? He had to pay uh, millions of dollars in back taxes. But- but all the fat cats on Wall Street storing in the Cayman Islands, they're know, walking man. free. They got it figured out. But the other thing that really got to me was making all that money really fast put my mortality at the at the forefront of my brain because my Your dad- mortality? Yeah, because my dad- in ben, his, just enjoy the money. Yeah, but in his 62 years of life, okay, he amassed just about a million dollars. Like from all the saving and all that stuff. And then he died before he ever got to enjoy any of it. He died like six months after he retired. Jesus. At working a job that he hated, which sucked ass. And here I am. Sucked ass. Here I am having made more money than my dad ever made in just a couple years. And my stupid bird brain goes, oh, well, the next thing, the, the next rational thing that's left for you to do is to die. Because <laughs> right. that's what happens. You made the money as you a con. You made the money, and now you- This is how much a con can make. Yeah, and this is what- uh, And now you expire. And now you just die. So I started having um, chronic heart palpitations. Jesus. For like weeks. Was it panic attacks? It was probably, it was panic attacks. I was smoking a lot of pot, and um, oh, I thought my was, heart was just- The pot wasn't chilling you out? Making no, Ire. It wasn't. It was making it worse. And then while I would be high, I'd have these heart palpitations <laughs> and panic even more because it feels like your heart is stopping. And I couldn't talk to anybody. Like, I can't. I, I had a therapist, but she's, you know, she's a therapist. She's got like three roommates. This is in New York. Oh, my God. And, and I'd be like, hey, so uh, yeah, t- this week, yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, and you're just trying to complain about out. having too much money. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I got so much money. Sucks. Yeah, I've got too much. Yeah, I don't like you right now. I'm pissed at you. Yeah, well, sorry, man. And then I, I remember hanging out with a couple of friends and um, they asked me what was going on. And I, because I was, I was having like an episode, we smoked some pot. My friend gives me this vape pen and I tried hitting it and she goes, oh, you need to suck that really hard. So I sucked it really, really hard and got a big lung full of vape. And she said, by the way, that's like 80% THC. And I went, <laughs> It's like, what? You need to tell me that before I hit this fucking thing. And then I started having a a panic attack. And they're like, what's going on? And I said, okay, you guys, I got to tell you something. I need to share something with you. I can't keep this to myself, but I'm a millionaire. I made made a lot of money recently. And my friend Brandon just goes, cool, I'm $30,000 in in debt, student loans. And I was like, brutal. (sighs) That sucks, man. I'm sorry. It's, uh, so on top of that, you know, it was a little alienating. Oh, boo-hoo. No, I'm sorry. No, That I, must have been true. hard for you. So then I thought, okay, I don't want to die, and I keep having these heart palpitations. Maybe I should go to a cardiologist. And my brilliant idea was to go to the only cardiologist who I knew, which was my dad's cardiologist, who had seen him 
a week before he died and gave him a clean bill of health. What? Yeah, he was like, he gave, I, I saw my dad actually when he was leaving the cardiologist. I was going into the same medical building for like. Cardiologist I, told him he's fine. Cardiologist told him he's fine. And I was like, oh, I'll go to him. He's a he's a hard He knows doctor. what he's doing. Yeah. And I went there and this guy was like, he should not have been practicing anymore. He was walking dead. Just like didn't move his didn't move his neck or his head on a swivel. And he just what seems to be going what what's wrong? And I told him the heart palpitation. They did the um echocardiogram. They had me do a stress test and all that. And he comes in after his underlings do everything, he comes in. Underlings. I don't think that's what they call them, but nurses and PAs. Underlings. He comes in and he just looks at it. He talked to me for 30 seconds and he said, nothing's wrong with you. You just need to relax. You need to enjoy that sweet, sweet money. He said, do you, I didn't tell him anything about that, but he said, do you drink coffee? I said, yeah. He goes, stop drinking coffee. (laughs) I said, okay. Hey, I smoke a little pot too. Should I not do that? He said, definitely don't do that. Thanks for coming. That'll be $5,000. Wow. I don't know. I had insurance. Um, I mean, yeah, you were rolling in Delray Me. I also was paying my own insurance. It was like seven hundred bucks a month. It was a crazy time. I had quit my job time. to do trading full time. You quit your job? Yeah, I quit my job. Uh, what? How much money did you make? Okay, you so quit your the job? reason I quit my job. This is a just a quick last part of that story. Um, I was making so much money at such a rapid clip <laughs> oh my that my God. job was getting in the way. How much money were you making? I was making. I just, it was just consistent. I don't know, 20 grand a week here, 30 grand there, five grand here. It was. uh, What was the most you made in a day? Well, so I told my boss I was thinking about quitting. And she said, "Um, why don't you take a week off and think about it? And I said, okay. And that Friday, uh, that last day of me thinking about it, I had been stalking this Amazon trade. I was waiting to short Amazon after earnings. And. Look at you! You're a little freak. You love this. I woke up. <laughs> I was waiting. I woke up I was ready. Stalking it. I was because I had missed it on the way up. I made like thirteen grand a couple months earlier on it yeah. going up. And if I had held on to that same position, it would have been like a hundred eighty thousand dollar profit. And I was so mad that it had gone up so high, so much, so fast. I knew that it was going to come down. It was just a matter of when. Yeah. And the day after earnings, that fateful Friday was the day that it it cracked. Just in the middle of the day, it did that. But it was actually quite a dramatic trade because I put down eight grand. I bet eight grand against it in the first 30 minutes. And it didn't hit until the last hour of trading that day. So all day, that eight grand just was slowly going down, just worthless. Seven grand, six, five, four, three, two. Ben Conn, and I thought, tricks. <laughs> and I thought, oh, fuck me. I guess, yeah, no big deal. I'm just... I'm going to keep my job and keep doing the trading on the side. Right. Okay. At work. Because I was doing it at work. Um, and then- You were doing it at work? Yeah, of course. I knew how to do my job and also do the trading. It's like the job was right. easy. But then in the last hour, it started to crack. And I got so excited. And then it just fucking tanked. And I made just about $91,000, $92,000. In a day? In a, in, in a day. And I was like, oh, that's my sign. That's more than my entire annual salary right there, boom, in a day. 90 grand in a day. Yeah, it felt so good. 
it's a it's a very special feeling because I felt like all that stuff. It's I I flashed back feeling. to the little to the little shithead from six seven years earlier sitting in that bathroom, feeling like shit and pissing wondering pants, and pissing his pants, crying about losing his brother's money. I wasn't pissing my pants, but I felt like I had finally it had come full circle, and I knew. I had it. trusted my gut and I did it. I had accomplished it. something and I was finally in a position where like I got it. I have a good amount of money now to absorb the losses that I wasn't able to absorb before cuz trading is losses. It's a lot of losses. Again, people, it's losing. You're gonna lose. I lost so much money. But then I made it all back and then some. So stick with Amazing. it. What? So that's it. You became a millionaire. That's it. So that's it. And you want to know something? It did not make me happier at all. I was I was not happier. If anything, it made me more upset because I felt alienated from people who didn't have what I had. Uh, it was upsetting to pay taxes and it didn't change shit. You have this expectation that, oh, you're going to have a bunch of money. You're going to be happy. It didn't do a, a fuck all for me. You're really... <clears throat> harshening my mellow here. I thought, uh, I feel like truly if I just had a bunch of money, I would, I would have no, what would you do differently, man? What would you do any differently? I feel like I wouldn't worry. I feel like I just, I've, it's probably so common for every person in, uh, on the planet, but it's impossible not to worry constantly about having enough That's money. That's true. But also, when you have that much and you start to realize how quickly it can go and it goes very quickly, which right. is trippy because then that big number feels so don't small. Me, it's really fucked up. It's weird. Don't make me sympathetic towards people with a lot of money. Be sympathetic toward me. All right, fine. Okay? I'll do that. Be sympathetic toward but me. You're the only one. You're the only don't millionaire be I'll be sympathetic toward towards. Okay. Because, I mean, it was jarring. It was like, it was a it was a quick thing that like... It was life changing, and yeah, I didn't worry. I would go, I'd go have dinner for a hundred bucks. Yeah, kept my same car. I didn't buy a nice so car. Just be happy without money. Yeah, be happy with what you got. Because if you're not happy with it, no. If you're not happy without it, huh? Mm-hmm. You'll never be happy with it. Wait, you just broke my head. What did you say? If you're not happy without it, uh huh. You'll never be happy with it. Yeah, that's true. You ever hear that? story Kurt Vonnegut tells about Joseph Heller? No. Joseph Heller wrote Catch-22. Mm-hmm. And him and Kurt Vonnegut are at this like very fancy party. I think it's on Shelter Island. This, these like billionaire millionaires are throwing it. And they're surrounded by all these finance people and publishing titans. And Kurt Vonnegut said to Joseph Heller, he said, doesn't it make you feel silly? You'll, you know, these guys probably make more in a day than you'll ever make from Catch-22. Mm-hmm. And Joseph Heller said, yeah, but I have something they'll never have. And Carvonicate said, what? And Joseph Heller said, enough. Damn. Yeah. That's true. It's never enough. It is never enough. So, I'd be enough for me. I'd have enough. Yeah. I mean, now that I've I've had time to process that amount of money, I I would be so content with, yeah. I If I were to make that amount today, again, I'd be totally no happy and no panic attacks. Because now I know what it's like. No. So that's my story. That's why I'm somewhat, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm an authority figure, but I would say that I'm, I'm someone, I consider myself a shepherd for you 
And for a lot of my friends who ask me about stocks all the time, and I'm like, okay, just shut the fuck up. I'm just going to start a podcast. That's what you say, though? Yeah, I say, shut up, shut please. Up. Stop asking I'm me. I'm trying to make money. <laughs> I'm trying to... I'm this trying is how to we trade. I don't, this is fitting. I don't actually. <laughs> I'll get my pen. I'll get cap. my pen when I when I make my. You pen, want this cap purchase? This pen rather? No. You got to earn it. Yeah, I got to earn it. You got to earn it, son. That's I know how it works. I know my place. Um, so I feel like yeah, that's a that's a nice introduction to my whole tale. Yeah, you had me scared there for a second. That I'm gonna have to borrow twenty bucks. No, that uh, I didn't know what you were talking about, but it came around. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's all full circle. So. The other part of the show is we want to cover what's going on in the markets, right? Yeah. And big stuff what's going on? We had some big stuff going on this week. Chief among them, we had the uh, Pfizer FDA approval. Yeah. Everybody was freaking out about. Now, this I want you to explain to me. Okay. What, and So this is great. This is a great example, yeah. a first foray into kind of the format. Because in here. my mind, I'm coming to you and I'm going, Ben. Explain it. FDA approval is coming. I should buy Pfizer stuff. Buy big, yeah. right? Well, you would think so, right? Exactly. And then when we pulled up the chart on Pfizer, what did it do? It was down that you fickle. It was down like three percent market. Yeah, and that's actually that's um, I'm I can't think of the word, but it's it's perfectly represents. It's representative of what happens in the market a lot. It's uh, it's an old adage: buy the rumor, sell the news. Buy the rumor, sell the news. Yeah. So if we can, we pull up a chart on that's that. That's what they're thing? saying down on Wall Street. Yeah. Buy you the say rumor, that to me on Wall Street. Okay. Look, the part of the reason why Pfizer went up, and when we have a chart pulled up here, I'll be able to point it out easily. Show is me. that it? Um, if you go to do six look months, look at the dips. So look at what it did over the last six months. It was at, uh, it, it tried a few times at 40 and then it, it, it kind of spiked and peaked just after June, took a while and then it just shot up to 50. That's what, uh, 20% increase, 20, 30. I don't know. I'm not good at math. Yeah, but we didn't say anything about it. Started math. to ramp up because Moderna was going up, BioNTech, the other vaccine stocks were going up, and Pfizer's going up too because people are clamoring over themselves because hey, Pfizer's it's one of the vaccine stocks, right? It's going to make a fuck ton of money, right? So people and now buy they're FDA it approved. Now that it's FDA approved, and now that also um, wait, so what's Moderna doing then? Moderna is Moderna's tanking too because they're well, it's not, not tanking, but it's pulled back, but. The reason that it pulled back likely from the the likely reason that it pulled back when that the news came out was what other news is there that's going to keep propelling the stock ever higher? Right. What else is there at this point? Like if you're buying on that, you're late to the game. You're the last guy going, oh man, Pfizer just got FDA approved. I'm thinking that that's a good thing. Or, you know, people also thought that uh, now that now that it's FDA approved, everyone was going to get vaccinated. But I don't know if that's going to... I don't know. Did you see, did you see um, Trump? He told, his, he told his supporters to get vaccinated. Yeah. Can we, we, can we watch that. it? I love... I haven't seen this. I'm excited for this. India is doing so well. India is being decimated right now. <laughs> you we forget how he talks. I haven't seen the ventilators, him in so long. The equipment that we got. The cupboards were all bare. Everything that we did, and then we developed a vaccine, three vaccines in three months, in nine months. And actually, I'll tell you, it was three days less, three days less than nine months. And it's great. And He's you so know petty. what? I believe totally in your freedoms. Months. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But 
Fuck I yeah, freedom. Take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got no. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. You got your freedoms. But I happen to take the vaccine. If I it happen to work, take the vaccine. You'll be the first. <laughs> See, I, oh, God. I, I can't believe they booed him. I thought. I was pissed. I was like, Trump needs to go out and tell people to get vaccinated. They'll listen. He had already done that. But he's lost complete control over this death cult that is MAGA. And in one sense, it's actually kind of good that he's lost complete control because it shows that they have some semblance of critical thinking skills, even though they're employing them in the wrong way. I don't think it's critical thinking. I think they're like, vaccines are bad. Trump, no, no, no. Do we know which one he got, by the way? Which, he probably got Pfizer, isn't that the gold standard? I have no idea. I thought Moderna was. Wait, can we watch the rest of the clip? I forgot how insane he is. And I think he might go full, uh, I think he might go full insult comic. You know what? But it is working. But, uh, you do have your freedoms. You have to keep, you have to maintain that. You have to maintain that. And you got to get your kids back to school. He was bombing. And the mask issue is interesting. So he goes into masks. Fauci said... Masks are bad, and now he's a radical masker. Now he wants you to wear 15 different masks at one time. I don't know. He also told me he was a great athlete. Then I saw him throw out a pitch at the baseball. (laughs) I used to be a great athlete, sir. You did? Really? Oh, that's good. Then I watched him on television. Oh, my God. That's not an athlete. The ball almost went to first base, didn't it? A true psychopath. He's a good stand-up. I mean, he's like he's a really full-blown insult comic. Yeah. He was bombing, and he was just like, let me just trash Fauci a little yeah. bit. I'll get him back. He knew that that was Fauci. the way to go. But, dude, I don't think these guys do have any critical thinking. I think they're just like weird edgelord contrarians because, like, what's the new one now? Like, they they want some kind of COVID treatment. Like, they're taking uh, Invermectin or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the horse dewormer. I think you it is for people, too, but... And before that, it was hydrochloroquine, and they'll just, they want any treatment except for the vaccine. The vaccine. Yeah, well, because the vaccine's going to give you... They just don't want to listen to any lib. Yeah, that's true. They just don't want to get owned by the libs, and if you were to get vaccinated and save your life, you would be getting owned. Moderna's working on, uh, just speaking on vaccines, or of vaccines, Moderna's working on an HIV, HIV vaccine, I think? I don't know. Yeah, they're working on a, a, a vaccine for HIV and I think cancer too. I think the HIV one goes into trials this year and the cancer one is like in preclinical stages. But you had a question that's um, it's really important about uh, Moderna's stock price. Right. So if we can pull up Moderna's on that same page, yeah. So three ninety six eighty eight. Yeah. Why is it God so much damn. higher than Pfizer? Well, it's 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 different. So explain it to me. Pfizer's at forty seven. So if we zoom out just a little, because so all can I'm see seeing those. online are memes talking about how you're dumb. If yeah. You well, Moderna. so okay, you see right there on the left side, it says MKT cap. Yeah. Market cap. Do you know what market cap is? Yeah, but what you is explain it? it so because uh, you'll probably do it better. I know it. It's short for market capitalization. Yeah, that's... So this is a little stock 101 for you guys. Market capitalization means what the stock is worth, what the company's worth as it's, as in total. Like if if Moderna is a pizza, it's a $160.17 billion pizza. That's how much it's worth. Damn, that's a lot of pizza. That that's a, a lot, lot of, of slices. And that's calculated based on how many shares there are total. Outstanding is what they call it. Okay. The outstanding share count, which includes the amount that's publicly tradable in what's called the float and also what's out there. That's the amount of shares or how much they're worth? 
the amount of shares times the stock price gets you the market cap. Okay, can we see Pfizer's market cap? So Pfizer's is 266.54. So they're actually a bigger company. Uh, Yeah, they're worth more despite the smaller stock price. So what does that tell you? Don't get fooled by low stock prices. Yes, but also in this specific case, clearly Pfizer has way more shares available out there, right? Okay, yeah, you really threw a meatball down the middle and I whiffed it. So so that also also tells you that, um, so a stock like that, the more shares you've got out there that are tradable, the more shares it's going to take for the stock to move. That's part of the reason why it hasn't gone up as much as, say, Moderna, because Moderna's it could be a number of reasons, sure. Right. But one of them that drives it is it's basic supply and demand. You've got a smaller supply and there's higher demand. Stock's going to reflect that. Right. If there's only 10 shares out there and everybody wants some, those 10 shares are going to go crazy. But if there's 10 million shares, it's going to take a right. considerable... To the needle. It's going to, yeah, to move the needle. So, and that's all part of what we call liquidity because liquidity is how much, how much money it's going to take to move a stock. The more liquidity there is, the more easily tradable it is, the more shares there are, the more, you know. Right. I know what I'm talking about, man. No, it's I like you do. I am licensed, I'm not licensed. You're not licensed. No, so I'm not licensed in any capacity. Again, why ben, this is not What leg- are we doing? I thought those people we could sue, they could sue us. They could. I mean, anybody can sue anybody for any reason. I could sue you for being ugly. You're not ugly. Okay. I'm just using right, right, right. Wait, so t- but can you tell me this? Is it what? like a Bitcoin where you could just buy a little portion of a Bitcoin, or do I have to be able to afford it? I think share? nowadays you can. There are certain brokerages that offer fractional shares, which is pretty cool. But it's also depressing. Like, god damn, I got to buy half a share of Moderna. Why? Because I don't. I don't know. It's just. Well, you could afford it. Yeah, Someone but I like feel me. like I feel like if you if you've got two hundred bucks. <laughs> Just fucking save it <laughs> like, or start putting it in an index fund instead because at least then you get a dividend. Yeah, but what if you want to spread your money around? I'm going to buy yeah, 50, can, bucks here, 50 bucks here, 50 I feel like you should first save up enough to like, because I don't know, to me it would be depressing. If also, you buy, it feels worthless to put 200 docks in, do- exactly. bucks in the... 200 docks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 200 Dollars, dollars or bucks? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus God. Uh-huh. 200 docks. 200 bucks in the stock market Yeah, is that's nothing. why penny stocks are so appealing to young broke kids. Yeah, I'm kind of starting to see it. Yeah, because you could buy- There's no way to make money on the stock market. Unless you're like you. Yes. Yes, there is. There is a way to make money in the stock market. Unless you get lucky and wait. I've gotten lucky many times. I've also gotten incredibly unlucky. It's just a, it's just a fucking crapshoot casino. That's just they, they, they love to just. Do you oh, have any man. money in the vaccine stocks? I have no money in the vaccine stocks. In yeah. fact, I told my cousin not to buy Moderna at like ninety bucks, and I feel bad. Jesus, because I didn't know. I had no idea. It, it, it had already gone from like the damn thing. If we can, we pull up Moderna one more time. This shit is insane. Look at uh, what a year, one year. Even uh, fuck, god damn it, because that doesn't reflect it. Like, damn, you told before to it. before the pandemic, it was like a five dollar stock. In March of twenty twenty, it was yeah. Look at that. Look, January was a twenty dollar stock. 
Jesus. And then just, it took off. You know who bought those stocks? Who? Like Rand Paul and politicians and stuff. Yeah. You know who's, right the, after- you know who's the best trader in all of Congress? Um, Nancy Pelosi. No, Nancy Diane Pelosi. Feinstein. No, Nancy Pelosi. I think Feinstein's pretty good too. Yeah? Nancy yeah. Pelosi makes such- I mean, I'd be pretty good too if I had a little earpiece knowing what was coming down yeah. the pike. Because they are legally unbound by the things that bind us. We cannot, if I yeah. work at a company or insider trading just does not apply to them. It's fucking crazy. Or they'll have their, or they'll have the, their spouse do it. I think, I think Rand Paul's spouse bought it. Pelosi's spouse does yeah. a lot of her trading, but it's still, it's based on like what she knows. She just bought a ton of NVIDIA, the graphics card maker, like millions what? of dollars worth. Who knows? Who knows what the hell she knows or what she's thinking? She made a ton of money on uh, so Amazon. This is how we're going to get rich. This is if you want to get rich quick, get, follow, elect, get fo- elected to Congress. Follow or follow the Senate. There's people who track uh, the trades. I mean, there's so many. It's kind of hard to keep track, but there are people who keep track of the trades. And um, yeah, I think they bought Microsoft pretty high when they were uh, going to get a big defense. Oh yeah, someone I believe eh, it wasn't Pelosi, but someone did buy. I mean, there's. There's shady shit that goes on every single day. There are op- there's people with software. There is software rather that can tell you when there are big options trades being placed. And more often than not it's just like, okay, it's just someone placing a trade, but then a week later that company gets bought out. And it's like, oh, that person, nobody knows who they are. Nobody's ever going to know who they are. Just someone who had information, just cleaned up, made millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, however much it is. And the the SEC, we, the governing body over the stock market. We got to get insider info. Yeah. we. So if anyone has any insider information. Hit us up on Signal. Yeah. Signal. Um, <laughs> you can give us that information and in exchange, we will take it. To the bank. To, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to take it to the bank. I'm going to take Have you ever gotten insider info? No. I don't know what he said. It like you lied. I mean, yeah. I have friends who work at companies, but they wouldn't. I'm not going to ask, but they're not going to know anything either. I know someone who got rich on an insider trading. Are thing. you f- serious? Yeah. Who? Well, I'm not going to. Yeah, but what? <laughs> what? What was it? What happened? It was like a family friend. This is insane. And it just seemed like they. I mean, this is probably like rumors too, but they were like, it seemed like they had a lot more money than they should. Huh. And I remember I said. I said, how do they have so much money to my parents? And they were like, they got a crazy stock tip and they bought in heavily. Yeah. I know. I've heard stories like that. That same guy, Tom. But that was a risk, right? It could have not hit. Yeah, totally. That same guy, Tom, knew a guy in the same field as him, got a stock tip to buy some biotech company way like 30 years ago. And he became a multimillionaire off of it. And it, I don't even think it was inside information. It was just, hey, I work at this company. We're doing really well. Because that's not insider info. If it's not information that's publicly available, you could glean the same conclusion. Is that the right phrase? Glean? You could glean. I don't fucking know. Yeah. This Listen, isn't a grammar This podcast. isn't an English podcast. It's in English. I think you could say glean. Glean. Yeah. They're going to dub it into other languages. So I hope they know how to say yeah. glean into... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Can we figure out how to say glean in Korean? That's glean. Glean is the one word that's it's consistent. universal. It's universal. It's glean in every yeah. language. Spanish. That's about that glean. Don't you love that in other languages where English pops in? 
I do that. Microsoft, yeah. Microsoft. It's often brands. A lot <laughs> yeah, of <times>. it is. <laughs> sort of McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, because that one, that one stays that clean. Here's weird. how you say it: Jubda. Jubda. There we go. Jubda. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Hmm. Can you do the English one? I want to hear it say. Clean. Clean. Yeah, you got it right. Clean. Anyway, yeah. All right. This was the we... inaugural episode of the Trillionaire Mindset. I hope you stuck around. I hope you continue to I stick around. I hope you learned something. Yeah, I hope we all learned something. I hope you realize, hey, just because you're in the whole 20K doesn't mean you, you can't pull out of this. Yeah. Just don't don't do bit. what I did. Like You could seriously save so much time and stress and money if you just don't do a couple things that I did. Don't be greedy. And be Ben's going to give you all those tips. Yeah, be patient. Just don't be greedy. Along. Don't... Don't play with other people's money. Don't play with money you can't afford. Don't borrow anything. Don't, don't take ask out your credit brothers card for loans. Their money. Yeah, don't ask your brothers for their dead dad's money. And keep your parents healthy. If they're eating French fries, slap them out of their mouth. Don't oh, for the heart attacks. Yeah, yeah. Right. Don't you don't want them parents. having. Yeah, you don't. If they're smoking cigarettes, let them. Cigarettes taste good. No French fries, but cigarettes. French cigarettes. French cigarettes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's the trillionaire mindset, that's the baby. Trillionaire mindset. You've got to have that attitude of that uh, stick to itness. That stick to itiveness. You're right. Yeah, I'd like to hear that in Korean. It's not a real word. It's not a real word. They'll figure out how to. Yeah, you can't even spell it. Anyway, that's it, folks. Thanks, Thanks so for much watching. for joining us. Thanks for listening.